This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Scoop. and Philip Mewson is returning once again. What's up? Welcome back. Uh, we've got a great show for you this week. we got to talk about Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. we got to talk about ukulele. But first, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. You what? Can do first? Yeah. yeah. You're flip-flopping all around over here. You know, it's the giving season. Mm. It's that time of year. I see. <laughs> time to give back to What's the listeners. <sighs> That's not for now. Okay. Hold all right. on. All right. Getting ahead of ourselves. What's this? Listeners, <laughs> listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Kevin did. Hey, Kevin. And Kevin says, hey, Omega Cops. Thanks for the laughs and great gaming opinions for my commute into Philly every day. Uh, ah, it becomes... From where? comes clear. You make it much more joyful. From Seattle. From Short Seattle. for uh, Phil- <laughs> Philadelphia. Here's my question. Geography joke. Here's my question. <laughs> What games were perfect for the college dorm room? I'm 24, went to Penn State, and the games I loved playing between dorm rooms on a weeknight were FIFA, Madden, Mm -hmm. NHL for the most part. Or when we were in apartments, we'd play Halo 3 or fighting games like Mortal Kombat X or Injustice. In your experience, what were the games to be playing in college? It was those exact games, NHL, Mortal Kombat, well, Halo. Kevin nailed it. Yeah, it was just like ten, 10 generations ago of those games. Right? Goldeneye, depending on how old you are. Yeah, well, yeah. So if you're as old as I am, I entered college in, in 1996, and uh, Super Mario Brothers, or just Super Mario 64, 
was uh, that was a big game. It actually helped me make friends in college because mm. like that game was a really big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. It was groundbreaking. It was unbelievable to people. It was many people's first experience in a 3D game. Did you live in a dorm? Yeah, I was in the dorm, and I was the only one that had a 64 and Mario 64. And did you have like a tiny television in your dorm room? Yep, I had a tiny little. And I was up in the, t- the top of my closet. Yeah. So we'd sit like on the floor on beanbags and play Mario 64, and everybody thought. But that people was would cool. come by your dorm room and yeah. say like, "Can I see the game?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Like I said, it was great for meeting people in college. Yeah, for sure. I would say, that in general, the Nintendo 64 was an awesome system to have oh, yeah. in college. Yeah. From GoldenEye. Yep. Uh, because it had four players yeah. possible. Four with, players, with, with, yeah. Before that, deal. you had to buy yeah. something. You know, yeah. that was a nice thing to have. And Perfect Dark was an even bigger game with me and my friends than oh, yeah. GoldenEye was. Uh, yeah, I would say, like, that period, the, the 64-bit period, was probably the golden age of local co-op. Because, like, the NES had two players, but uh, with the N64 made, you know, four players... Mm-hmm. commonplace uh, and then uh, when I got the PlayStation 2 there were lots of games that were were, were really fun to play in dorm rooms just like Tomb Raider because it was like a really big new a third you know yeah. 3D adventure game that was still seemed very novel to people at the time was that for the first Tomb Raider like yeah like in the, the first Tomb Raider yeah. obviously not multiplayer but it's a fun no, like, but it's just like crowd fun, like games like, like didn't you tell me that your wife likes to watch you watch you play like Resident Evil and exactly and like yeah that, yeah like. that stuff and Tomb Raider we would like all take turns playing you know play until you die then pass the controller oh yeah because really there were like save points and and dying you could yeah. die over and over again the mario 64 is like that too right yeah, yeah. it's like if you fail you're out, kicked yeah. out of the level and you have yeah. to start again yeah there are like so many great um couch co-op games even just modern games that you can get now and like play in college like for instance mario kart 8 deluxe like mario kart still is, mario kart yeah, yeah it's still always mario. been a classic like couch co-op game for me i played a ton of that with my friends like mm-hmm. split screen and stuff mm-hmm. like that um but other fighting games come to mind too like even something like injustice 2 uh, yeah. makes a lot of sense to great fighting game as well or arms back to like nintendo stuff would be fun as well um, arms is not player. fun <laughs> you don't think so i like arms when i'm playing it next to somebody like playing it online as a or fighting game it that makes all sense yeah. yeah it's just a single player but like i'm that's what i'm thinking is that's just way point. more like you know like when you're next to somebody one person gets so much better at arms so fast that yeah. like i guess that's all fighting games yeah it's usually not yeah. me that person yeah I was yeah. The same. <laughs> that's what makes it frustrating i was obviously many years out of college but nidhogg i suspect would have been a good yeah that's a good you know, like yeah. just the way the put tug and t- tug and push and pull of that game um feels like it would have been a great fit for that you know i played towards the end of my uh college days a lot that's still around a lot as party games and like yeah. mario party was mario so party, yeah. big because mario party is different and like not encouraging uh, the use of uh, uh, drugs or alcohol, but like when you're drinking and playing Mario Party, it is more fun, right? Because it's like a simple game. Plus, yeah. you're not going to like get worse at it because like it's, it doesn't it's require like a fighting game like Injustice. Yeah, it's great. Sit and yeah. focus on the game and compete. But Mario Party, like you can leave, <laughs> you can walk up and leave and come back and then exactly still pick the game back. And up so and play. when friends were over and maybe yeah. we were, you know. Uh, drinking and, and having pizza and stuff, we'd play Mario Party because we'd get too mad at each other when we were playing Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are some games. I really that like are Mario Party for that. Easier to play when you're intoxicated, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. Guitar. Mario Party is definitely yeah, one of those yeah. games for me. Um, I don't know, but I also played a lot of Worms too. I love Worms. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Dude, a I wish, good idea. Yeah, I yeah. love that series. I feel like they haven't like. They put out a new game every two or three yeah. years, but they can't ever really like they get don't it break through anymore. Like right, yeah, they always kind of feel kind of clunky. I wish they'd make a real a new good Worms game. I'm waiting for that. There's Just a new make it good. 
There's a new. I think <laughs> there's a new one available that. this month on on Switch, on PS um, Plus, and PS Plus. Yeah, uh, but it's just Switch kinda... is just like every game on earth. That's like that's like Switch is a great platform. It's that. funny to think of like party games that will probably never come back. Like I know there was like kind of like land based PC games when I was in school, school that were like well, those wouldn't be cool anymore. Uh, but man, like Rock Band, I don't think that'll ever come back. It's and I have like the they fondest tried the memories. They tried of with playing Rock Band, Rock Band Four, and yeah. Guitar Hero Four, right? It's I just, didn't. It's not working. We. Yeah, I never lived the dorm life. I was. Yeah, I went you're, not to, about, you're not about that life. Yeah. Well, I would have been. I went to community college. Mm, yeah. I went to community college, and then uh, I had a chance to transfer to a four-year school, mm-hmm. and uh, I got offered a full-time job writing about games. Yeah, so I, I, I think uh, I had one year in dorms, but like I played at friends' houses. I snuck into my girlfriend's dorm. Does that count? That counts, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what counts. games did you guys play in her dorm? We Well, I know you're saying it as a joke, but we played a lot of Donkey Konga. <laughs> Donkey Konga? <laughs> Donkey Konga. A really? lot. A lot. Wow. And uh, Bust a Move. Did well, you play? Yeah, did you that's play great. Jungle Beat at all? Uh, I didn't actually like Jungle Beat that yeah. much, which I know is like sacrilege for some people. But well, Conga was like a po- at a music game popularity yeah. point. It was yeah. another music. I had game. both sets of Conga drums. We went. We went really ham on Donkey. Never Kanga. played Donkey Conga, dude. It's great. Maybe it's not. I don't know. In my in my head, it's great. There was also a racing game with the Conga drums. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. That yeah, was right at the end of it. But Conga was just songs. It was like pop music. Right? Yeah. I don't know if we can have this conversation though without mentioning. Um, Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah. Like yeah. that is like the ultimate sort of like multiplayer. Like hit party. in my dorm era for yeah. sure. Yeah. Lots of that. I mean, even I, I don't know how much it holds up in modern times, but or modern times, like it was forever ago. But like, <laughs> I don't know, in the last, I want to say five, ten years with all the new Halo releases. But um, I still feel like that's such a classic game that you could bust out. And, and it used to have friends. co-op. Uh, and split screen, mm-hmm. which is like the coolest thing when you don't, you know, you have people over, you could still play through like legendary and co op. Yeah. That was so fun in like oh, dorm yeah. situations. I love that. So, what were you doing with the first Halo? Were you guys uh, like uh, setting up LAN parties in your dorm? Like, were you connecting? People consoles? did that. I didn't play. Halo. You didn't do that. Okay. Yeah. I did a little bit of the. I, it was actually called Xbox Connect, I believe, yeah. like the old school online you way. Drag to them out and network them together. Yeah. And- yeah. Or, yeah. or as Sam said, you could just do the split screen. Yeah, and split screen was really popular. That was a lot funner, I think, doing split screen. Like, those legendary runs yeah. were You know what else was really popular is DDR. Like, when the Mac <laughs> really? came out. I just feel like it takes so much space, though. Mm. I know, but, like, that was... Or SingStar, is that what it was called? The, Sing, the, the, the PlayStation one. one. Yeah. yeah. Like, those were ones that... I mean, that I think when there was a group of like equal girls and guys, those games were mu- much more popular yeah. than like playing other. And then Mario Kart was too. We but like when to, we were playing shooters, it would, usually at that time, like the girls that were playing with us that were like, you know, it wouldn't be as, as a big of a mix of 50 50 in that situation. We yeah. went through a phase, and it's a phase, I think like for six months, me and my like college friends, when we like had apartments and stuff like that, uh, we had a NES and a track and field map. And so we would just compete in track and field. And the mat's, like, tiny. Like, yeah. when you're a little kid, it well. doesn't feel like it. But it's made for small children. And, like, we are grown men just, like, stomping on <laughs> stomping. this mat, trying to long jump as, like, far as we can. Really uh, making or, like, the, the, the people below power you pad? Yeah. mad at you. That's How big is Is it bigger than, like, a Wii balance board? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. it's a bit, like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, I can't, maybe three feet. Also. Okay. It's just not meant for adults. That's Dude, WarioWare had such good party games at the time, too. Yeah, the the GameCube the, one, Micro Mega. Those games, are like Mega Mario parties, but good. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what about the uh, the '80s NES game show games? Oh my gosh, those would be really good. I still play those. Yeah, uh, Family Feud is really really good. <laughs> you have to guess answers from 1988, 89. Those are really fun. What did, what do you think people played in the dorms in the '80s? 
uh, in Super Mario Brothers, 80s. Mario Three, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, if they had an NES. board games, D and D, play some D and D. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, or if they had but their NHL, I know was of a, a previous generation. Like the, the the big kids in the early '90s were playing NHL '93 and '94 on Genesis or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, those were so popular. Those are in movies and stuff because they're yeah. so popular. I mean, it's definitely like sports games are just a blind spot for me personally. Not really into them, but um, I, I always think about them in the context of like you know they have campaign modes now, right? And you they have these big online you know FIFA Ultimate Team is this gigantic billion dollar online business, but it's easy to forget that they probably sell millions of copies just to people that are going to play with their buddy in their dorms or, you know, the apartment that they share. Yeah. Like, that's still a really big part of those games. Yeah. Speaking of NHL, my dad is not a gamer. There's only been two or three games he's ever really played his whole life. But he li- he loves hockey, mm. and he really liked NHL. So, like, when I was in high school, I guess, every so often it'd be Friday night, and he'd be like, okay, we're going to rent a Genesis. I'm going to rent NHL. Nice. You pick a game. I'm going to play NHL until I go to bed, and then it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dad That's thing really to do. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Did he play Blades of Steel and stuff like that? When those no, were? he just played the NHL games. On I NES, he played Galaga. Mm. He oh, played yeah, a lot of Galaga, and we got the, uh, the Advantage uh, arcade stick just so he could play Galaga. It like a good arcade experience. And, then he and, and I, it has rapid fire. And he and I together would play uh, Kings of the Beach, the volleyball game. I've never played that game. That I remember the art very well. You can, it's, you can play on the same team. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So it's a co-op against the computer, basically? Yeah, it's pretty good. So many good memories of playing games in college. Uh, moving on, this is the Brazilian guy in Rio de Janeiro. That Oh, that's actually is, as I peek over at your paper, that's mm-hmm. just his name, the Brazilian guy. Yep. Got it. His Christian name. Mm-hmm. He says, I have a question to make about Wolfenstein. I haven't played either Wolfenstein New Order nor Old Blood. Mm. I don't want to rush it and just jump into the new Colossus, but on the other hand, it's not easy to find copies of Wolfenstein The New Order where I live, not in America. Oh, cool. I could expect, or could I expect, that Bethesda would re- release in the future a compilation game with the three games, or at least two, New Order and New Colossus together. Some companies often do this type of games, like Take-Two, for example. They gave us the Bioshock Collection and the Handsome Collection. Uh, so does Bethesda usually do this type of thing? Yes, Brazilian Brazilian guy, I think you will be in luck. First of all, the Wolfenstein two pack is already a thing. No, but that isn't the two pack. the The two pack is the New Order and Old Blood. Yes, so I'm just, I'm just saying that already exists. Yeah. So That's, and and Bethesda has certainly demonstrated uh, an interest in re releasing its games. So well, I just I'm, I'm confused. confused. Which of those two are the full game? So the original, so I mean, first of all, Wolfenstein's been rebooted like three times. So yeah. It's confusing. But like modern Wolfenstein, what we think about as Wolfenstein today, uh, last generation, there's a game called The New Order. And then they did a standalone expansion called oh, The New Blood. that's what it was. Okay, and so that's like confused because I didn't think this was the third. The New Blood's the equivalent of, uh, you know, the Uncharted 4 standalone expansion okay. or any of those standalone yeah. expansions. And now Wolfenstein 2 is the one that's out now. So the yeah. two pack isn't Wolf and Wolf 2. No, but it's it Wolf is. Wolf 1 and its expansion. <laughs> New Order and New Blood. Right? You guys know when the first Blood. Wolfenstein Blood, game came sorry. out? The original Wolf? Yeah. Uh, 93? 1984. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> So Castle Wolfenstein is nineteen yeah, eighty one. Oh, you mean okay? But I, that, isn't that crazy though? I know. Yeah, but, but it's I not thought the same. It's not the same. I thought you but, meant Wolf. 3D. But Wolfenstein three D was yeah based on Castle Wolfenstein eighty one. I think that's crazy that, that Wolfenstein has been around. For I wasn't that you know far. This off. is this is true. Like <laughs> Wolfenstein's as old as me. I didn't even know we were going to be talking about this on Scoop, but I'm playing through Wolfenstein now, and I was on the Wolfenstein Two. Wikipedia page. No, uh, no. Uh, I'm playing through uh, the New Order. Okay. Um, 
And so I was on the Wikipedia page reading about the very original, to like 1981, like very early primitive PC game Wolfenstein. And the reason Wolfenstein 3D exists is because, you know, id Software, like John Carmack and Romero, were like, wouldn't it be cool to make this a Wolfenstein game? Like, we can't call it that. We have to call it something else. But, like, the company just didn't exist anymore, so they just cowboyed it and did it. <laughs> They're like, ah, it'll be fine. We'll just call it Wolfenstein. That company is defunct. Yeah. And then they got away with it. Yeah. You, it's just I'll have it, to fact check that. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's what Wikipedia says. So no one, and after the fact, no one came around saying, "Hey, that was actually our game." Uh, they greatly respected that Wolfenstein game, though. Like I know there's levels that are based on because the first Wolfenstein in 1981, and there was a sequel to that also, is a top-down yeah game. Stealth game. It, it, yeah, it's like a room by room, and you get like treasure chests and you fight Nazis and stuff. And, yep. and they they saw that and they're like, "This will look great in 3D. We'll just kind of make this game we all love." And pop, you know, you can make the same levels because you remember the old 3D style mm-hmm. is like a top-down maze, right? Mm-hmm. Like a mouse maze or something. Yeah. And then they slowly they totally stripped out it. all like the stealth parts, and it became more and more like action-oriented as they mm-hmm. were developing it. Yeah, yeah, I could see um, Bethesda doing like a a collection eventually for for Wolfenstein, but at the same time, we still have New Colossus coming out on Switch sometime, mm-hmm. hopefully next year. Um, so I think that that's going to have to happen first before yeah. we get like a complete sort of collection. Um, Unless there's maybe even a third game, I actually haven't even played New Colossus, so I don't know I haven't any. either. But I want to. I hear such good things. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to play it on Switch. It. That's yeah. that's where I want my first kind of impression. It's supposed to be early 2018. Yeah, I think they said. Okay, is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So did you know ID was like a different name? It was like Ideas from the Deep, and then they shortened it to ID. Ideas from the Deep. I think that's well, that what makes it makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely short. Ideas from the Deep is a pretty good name. I hope that whole anecdote oh. I just told isn't true. But that is what I read. <laughs> you hope it isn't true. Is true. Okay. <laughs> But I, I, I bet they got permission eventually. Well, maybe. Uh, okay, so it could be apocryphal. I guess Muse made the first Wolfenstein. I know right. that, and that stood for something too. The Brazilian guy, the Wolfenstein two pack is already a thing. It includes the New Order and the Old Blood, uh, and then obviously Bethesda just re released Skyrim on Switch. They just put out Skyrim VR. So if there's one company you can trust to do a Game of the Year edition, an HD yeah. edition, a revised edition, it's probably yeah. Bethesda. Even if it's a couple of years from now, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there's a, a Wolfenstein pack that puts all three of those games together. Do you think you can't get that? I would like to know. Maybe you can write back that guy from brazil is that what it was the brazilian guy the brazilian guy and tell us why it's hard to get that other wolfenstein oh. i didn't know if it was because of like local censorship which is a possibility yeah or something else i know that's that was that's right you reminded me the point i was going to make um it is on steam so if you're a console player you know yeah i completely understand maybe it's hard to find but if you have a pc um and it wouldn't need to be crazy powerful because it is a last generation mm-hmm. game you that's can true. think about getting it on uh, digital pc platform the first game well the new blood the new blood. <laughs> the Are first you, game in this yes. series. Are you planning on playing through the uh, Old Blood as well? Excuse me, Old Blood. No, yes. So we keep getting <sighs> the, it. New Order, Old Blood, New Colossus. And it's even con- more confusing because, like, Return to Castle Wolfenstein had a yeah. sequel just called Wolfenstein in the late 2000s. Um, I think there was more than one Wolfenstein in the 2000s, weren't there? Yeah, there was, but the sequel was called Wolfenstein. <laughs> Is it always BJ? Yeah. Did you guys play Return to Castle Wolfenstein? Mm-mm, mm-mm. The nineties or the or no. late two thousands one? Yeah, that one. And they did the multiplayer only one. No, I didn't. That one was really good. I it played was multiplayer that one. only. No, it wasn't multiplayer only. There was a really good single player for Return to Castle Wolfenstein, mm. but then there was, was um, what the, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory was multiplayer only. I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. But the Return to Castle Wolfenstein's like Xbox Live uh, multiplayer 
in particular was amazing at the time. Mm-hmm. It was like revolutionary um, because that was really at the time that we had first seen Xbox Live appear in like, you know, or online console gamings or gaming like actually come to fruition in an intelligible way. Um, and it just seemed good. It, it seemed like a really great game. I played like probably, I don't know, six months straight of that game. Yeah. So, you guys, you know, Wolfenstein invented microtransactions. That's true. Yeah. Shareware. It's a fact. Uh, that was a, that was a real thing. It was it free. Did, it did help. And then you had to buy rate. expansions. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it was the first shareware game. Yeah, that's a good point. But it popularized it. Yeah, that, used to that be was a, thing. a really popular shareware game. And then yep. Doom was so Doom. popular. That's why I remember you going just into play the like whole game for free. I remember going to into Babbage's or mm-hmm. uh, what Electronics Boutique, and at the register there were just free copies of oh you know, discs of free discs for Doom. That's so that had cool. like the first three levels on Stanley it. Stanley got copies. That's how they that get. Way. That's that's how they get you. I think that was you got the, the whole first episode model, free. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it was very generous. Yeah, was lot, but then yeah. if you wanted the other three fourths of the game, that's really cool. I wish I had one of those retail packages. Take one. They're free. Moving on, this is Ray from Albany, New York. He says, hey, Damon and the gang, I am troubled and hoping you can help. Ray is troubled. Well, He says, at work, we earn, we earn points that we can cash in to get free stuff. Do you work for a skee-ball company? Do you work for Tom Nook? <laughs> Appliances, <laughs> knickknacks, etc. And I have enough points to get a free Nintendo Switch. What? Wow. I'm seriously thinking about it, but I'm torn. I already own Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, uh. and though I'm interested in playing Mario Odyssey, that's the only game I'm interested in. I don't know if it's worth it only for that. I've never been much of a handheld gamer, and I don't travel much, so I'm worried I won't be making use of a major feature of the console. Mm. Should I take it while I can, or should I wait until the Switch game library grows. Well, Ray, I have good news for you. More games are going to come out for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch in the are future. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, confirmed. Okay. Scoop. There's so many good indie games, but uh, Philip, you can take this one. Yeah, that's a great question. I wish we knew what he liked, though, so we could recommend some games. Um, You know, there are a ton of great games on the Switch right now. I mean, I... I honestly have been playing through a ton of Xenoblade recently, mm. um, and I can't talk much about it right now. But I think um, you can because it, the embargo is tomorrow. Oh, it is. And when will this? That's go true. Up? Yeah, I love yeah. I love when we have these conversations on the air. Yeah, uh, the audio would have gone up tonight, but if we're, we if you have something juicy to say, I could wait for the embargo tomorrow morning. Um, Are you going to make no, the listeners it's not, wait? It's not too juicy. I mean, I guess okay. we can decide if it's spoilery. I don't think it's too spoilery. But, um, well, you know, no, yeah. no, I, spoilers. no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, no spoilers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've played a fair bit amount of the game, like 10 hours of the game so far. And I'm somebody who really does appreciate um, RPGs, not so much JRPGs. I'm, I lean more towards, like, Western RPGs. But this game is great. I mean, it's really a lot of... There's a lot to this game. There's a lot going on in here. Um, and if you are even remotely a fan of RPGs, I highly recommend at least experiencing it you know, once um, or at least trying it out um, and seeing if, if you're like willing to commit to a big game like that. But as far as like indie titles on the Switch go, um, there are some really good ones that... Snipper Clips, Battleship Brigade, people are freaking out over. Yeah, like Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Golf Story. You can't play them... For the most part, in other places, but Battleship is on Steam. But on Steam. Se- yeah. Several are it's Switch exclusive. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of things that are nice indie games from other consoles that if you miss them, like Switch has a bunch of them. Stardew Valley. Valley. Yeah, I was gonna say and, that. yeah. I mean, I, I, right, yeah. Get the Switch, man. The That's Switch is awesome. Like, Ray from it's Albany, a great New York console. sounds great. He has the opportunity to get a free Switch, and he's like, eh, I don't know. Well, Dude, and also, the Switch is so cool. He says he got Breath of the Wild on Wii U, which is a good point. Like that's that's yeah. the main, the best game on the Switch you've already played. But if you're if you're a big enough Nintendo fan to have owned a Wii U, 
Like yeah. the Switch is a much better console than the Wii U. So, yeah. yeah, and Mario Odyssey is amazing. I know Mario Sam Odyssey doesn't amazing. like it, but I, I think it's I don't like it, but I did 100%. <laughs> and Mario plus Rabbids is really good. That's true. I am a huge fan of that yeah, game. I'm surprised Can't about that. you'd be interested in that. I almost bought it for 30 bucks on Black Friday. Oh, that's a good deal. But then I didn't. <laughs> Uh, Good story, Justin. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people look at the Switch um, primarily as a handheld console. Like I play a lot of the Switch in handheld mode, but I definitely think it holds its own as like as a home console as well. Like yeah. it's totally worth it um, if you choose to only play on the TV. There's a lot of great games on there, especially ones that are exclusive to the Switch, like Mario Odyssey. Um, in my opinion, is a system seller alongside yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Even okay, if you, sure. even if you already like have it on Wii U, um, having it on the Switch, you know, to be able to play it portably in case you ever do travel is yeah. pretty cool. It's got the best version of Mario Kart Eight, right? Absolutely, super good. So, uh, no, I, uh, to me, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, take the, the Switch. I also I play Switch in handheld mode in my house mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. every night. I just wonder what else he can get with his points, because because that's it's what like we need yeah. To know. What's the other option? we need like a know. Walkman? Yeah, like Walkman. Like, That'd be cool. What, is, what about <laughs> a, a? Why is that where your mind went? <laughs> what about like a big boombox? A big boombox. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get more enjoyment What's out wrong of that. With you <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> is that record player? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lawn darts. <laughs> lawn darts. Ray, take the switch. Make the switch. <laughs> but if they have lawn darts, get the lawn darts. <laughs> That's fact. I, I would second that. Uh, let's talk about a bit of news this week. Speaking of Switch, Switch news this week. Ukulele is finally coming to Switch on December 14th. Finally a 3D platformer. Yeah, well, uh, this is an interesting case. This is some six months after it came to other consoles and PC. Uh it was delayed. It was originally supposed to come to the Wii U, and then they have decided to abandon that version and just bring it to the Switch, and that made some people upset because they already had their Wii U, and you know, they well, they, because it was a Kickstarter promise. Yeah, it was a Kickstarter promise. Yeah, uh, but the Platonic, the developer, says this is going to be the most optimized version of the game because uh, it's going to have the benefit of all the enhancements and updates that have since come to the other platforms. They're going to be there on day one for the Switch. It will also include single Joy-Con play across all eight multiplayer games. A couple of quotes about the game from the developers, from uh, writer and communications director Andy Robinson. People playing it for the first time will be getting it with this huge roster of updates, which have all been based on feedback from the other versions. There's new pause music, a whole new camera mode, a whole load of design polish. There's a lot of optimization. You guys you know. may laugh at the pause music thing, but Battletoads, Skip which is made by scenes. Rare, has some really good, yeah. really good music. And Banjo-Kazooie. Had you can tweak the audio, you can yeah. skip through the text if you want. So, uh, IGN gave this game a 7 earlier this year. Marty Sleva, I mm-hmm. think, uh, reviewed this game. Friend of the show. Now, six months later, friend of the show, Marty Sleva. Six months later, now it's coming to the Switch, a system that we have all been professing our love for. What are our thoughts on ukulele? Are we interested in playing this now? If only, if only it was able to come a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, since for October twenty seventh, <laughs> yeah, maybe? specifically um, October twenty seventh, because Mario Odyssey is so great and it continues to be great even after you complete um, the main story. Um, so it's really difficult to just play a game like Mario Odyssey and then go and play something like Ukulele like only a month later, a couple weeks later. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely still think Ukulele. Um, is an, is a great game. Um, from what I've played of it, I haven't played too much of it on PS4, but I think that it's, you know, it's better late than never because it is such a a desired game. They're they're living up to their promise of delivering it from you know the Kickstarter perspective of things. Um, 
And it's kind of funny, I think, that it's actually going to be the more polished version of the game itself. It kind of makes me wonder, are, are we going to see a patch update for the other counterparts as well? Mm. Um, you know, and, and also I heard that it's actually running at 900p docked and 600p undocked, but it'll scale up to the Switch's native resolution at 1080p and then 720p undocked, 1080p docked, 720p undocked. So Good. there are certain things, like they're doing some background um, magic, I guess, programming to make that game like the most polished, polished version of it on Switch. So I'm just curious to see how the final product is actually going to look. Yeah. Sam, what do you think? I mean, I've always wanted to play this game, and I wanted to wait till Switch, and I'll still play it on the Switch. Mm. I need to figure out like the thirty games I want to play and see where it yeah goes in that order. But I'm such a big fan of these guys and their game development. I want to support them. I supported the Kickstarter, and I got really? a copy of the game, and I still haven't played it oh. because I want to play it on the Switch. You got a copy. So for I'm going to buy a second copy. You got a copy for what platform? Uh, Xbox. Mm. Yeah, like for me, I was really excited for this because I love Banjo Kazooie. Uh, but then when it came out, it like got seven, uh, got seven from IGN and many, many other. Uh, Which is still outlets. good. It's, it's of course it's good. And but if it's you like, read it, Marty's review, he has a problem with like some, sp- the lack of levels, and then like a, one level is specifically bad. Mm. And so like I figure if I play seventy five percent of that game, I, I I now know how to get the best enjoyment out of it. Yeah, whereas true. he didn't. So like I think that's a, a really cool way to look at it. And, yeah, again, yeah. like I, I, I like I'm such a big fan of Banjo Kazooie that I have to play this game. I mean, it's, it's okay. a spiritual successor. So here's here's so. what we'll do: you you play it, mm-hmm. and then tell me if I should play it. All right, deal. Gotcha. That sounds like a plan. and play a hat in time. I have to play through that one over Christmas. I have too. to play Battle Chef and Stardew on my Switch also. And is Hat in Time on Switch? I don't know. I'm gonna play okay. it on Steam. I know it's at least coming to uh, consoles. Uh, I'm just trying to plan, like, I think I'll only play Switch on my vacation. You know, like, I'll just bring it. I'm leaving town. No, I see what's confusing. I only brought up a hat in time because it's another, like, tier below Mario 3D mascot platformer. It's definitely coming to Switch. Yeah, I I don't don't know any details on that. Ukulele is out on Switch on December 14th. It's time to share what we've been playing. Who would like to go first? What games we're gaming? Yeah, the games are yeah, gaming. We've been gaming so many games. Yeah. It's crazy. Left or right? I'll go first. Um, so I uh, just finished my review for Resident Evil Revelations 2 on Switch. Oh, nice. boy. Yeah, so if you haven't... Is one on Switch two. also? Yeah, it actually, if you buy the physical That's version... Saw, so yeah, okay. It comes, yeah, it comes as a two-pack, so you get ah, both wow. if you buy the physical, but you can buy them individually digital as well, which it's is... a lot of evil. Yeah, it's a lot of evil for a bargain de- uh, price as well. I think it's forty bucks um, for that's both. That's not games. a bargain price. Yeah. Well, for both games, and then twenty for bucks if you games. buy them individually. You can get yeah. them all a cart online, okay. which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I I've only played Re- uh, Revelations two. I didn't play the uh, original one on Switch, but um, from my experience with it, it's a really great game. It's it's a lot of fun. Just the load times are like atrocious in that game. It's like a minute forty five to load into anything. Um, that's that's part like, of the horror. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the horror. Remember that's, when people used to say that about Resident Evil? <laughs> the, build, the, load, the load times used to be that you the doors, there was the, the doors, doors and then yeah. stairs really slowly too. One stair at a time. Yeah. You go off them, but yeah, that was like the built tension. Yeah, it's like every door There's in the game screens. is that initial load screen. It just takes forever to get. Is it through. is it on doors where you have? No, 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 no. no okay. It's not. Okay. Just, That'd be funny. Just that initial load when you start the game um, between each chapter. But I mean, it's it's great. I gave it um, seven point five. So I think it's yeah, it's good. It's good, not great. It's good. But um, that and Xenoblade, obviously, which I yeah. mentioned before. Cool. You're not reviewing Xenoblade for us. No, but you uh, are just playing, you know, playing some of it. Playing a ton of it, yeah. Resident Mr. Nintendo, we call you. Mm-hmm. Resident Mr. Nintendo. Like Revelations. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Sam, what you been playing? 
Uh, so I I played um, Doki Doki Literature Club, which mm-hmm. a lot of people here are playing. It's going around the office. People like it a lot as a silly uh, a silly twist to a, a not even a visual novel game. It's cool. Uh, um, then I played uh, a little bit of Assassin's silly. Creed. A lot of people describe it as a, though it's deeply disturbing. You didn't think it was disturbing? No, it's okay. like a cool. It's like a bunch of gameplay jokes. Okay, all right. I mean, it's like it's it deals with like violent themes and stuff, but it also it's, it's like. The twist is more about it being a video game, I'd say. It breaks the fourth wall. Okay. All right. Um, I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, but I didn't continue with that. And then I 100%ed Mario, and then I started Persona 5. Wow. So that's what I've been playing. But it was over the the long break, right? Persona's uh, really cool. I like Persona. Persona is very cool. It's a fun game, and then uh, it has, I would say, on the disturbing side, that game's far more disturbing than Doki Doki Literature Club. Interesting. There's a lot of, like, teenage sex stuff that's really uncomfortable, and I, I feel like that they... Did not localize it very well in that sense. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, they're actually. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's like. I don't know. Kamashita sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's. But like, I don't know. That but how a, are you any better? It's like a villain. I mean, like your main characters are constantly saying the same stuff he says about that girl, and she has think. like upsetting physics and the, her costumes and stuff. She's like super sexualized. She's a teenager, and that's the whole point of looking down on. What's his name? Kamashita. Yeah. Yeah. Is that he's sexualizing a teenager? But he's a and teenager. It's like, well, you're he's putting me in the same it. place as like this character that doesn't have a name. I don't know. It's all silly. I don't think the but main character. I like. Does I like the that. game. The main character doesn't. He doesn't hardly say anything. The character you. Play you can it. choose dialogue. That that. Well, would so be. that's on you, Sam. Yeah, I, know, I, I did not. <laughs> and then I also don't like how people uh, say the b word a lot and swear. Uh, mm. It just seems like it's localized kind of for teenagers who like the idea of swearing and vulgarity a little bit more than. Then it's actually used. Would you say it's distastefully used? Yeah, I think it's distastefully used. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it's a really fun JRPG, and I like that part of it. It's got a very cool style. If you don't know what Persona is, nobody explained what Persona is to me. And just real quick, I like it because it's it's a the overworld of the JRPG of the RPG is a visual novel about high school mm-hmm. or middle school, whatever it is. Yeah. And that's and, and then a little bit of like exploring a town, and then you go into dungeons. I think that's really clever. Yeah. What a cool mashup! The more you play, it becomes more and more life simmy as well. Like choosing how to spend your day and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Like that's the element of the game that actually appeals to me more so than the JRPG yeah. side. Yeah, I would agree with that. Actually, yeah. uh, I've been playing a lot of Battle Chef Brigade on Switch. It's a very Ooh, cool, boy. very cool game. Let's sort of an action puzzle game. It's like Food Wars. If you ever watched the anime Food Wars, it's basically that turned into a video game, where you were, you're attending uh, an elite chef school and you have to engage in battles with the other chef students uh, to see who can come out on top. Match and three puzzler. In the battle system of you, the cooking battles are played through a match three system, and then you're given like a recipe or like a key ingredient to use in your recipe, and then the judges have certain. Uh, like flavor profiles that they're looking for. Mm. So you have to go out and hunt all of your ingredients and then cook something that's going to give you the best score so you win the duel. So tell me, so, I mean, I know the chef theme very well integrated. Yeah. It sounds like very clever. Yeah. But g- gameplay-wise, like mm. how is it similar? Compare and contrast it to me with Puzzle Quest, a game that I spent yeah. you know, 50-plus hours with. Oh, the, man, a yeah. big difference is that it's timed. You're, you're given a certain time limit to make... So it's like a frenzy. ...to make the best meal you can. You so have like, run out and hunt the food. Exactly. And, you have to yeah. hunt all your food first. And it starts out like two minutes, but then you know, later on in the game, you get like 10 minutes, and you have to create three different dishes for three different judges. Uh, it's really cool. It's really fun. Mm, so far, I, I feel like I've put a lot into it, and I feel like I'm nearing the end, and the game is very restrictive. It's on like a day system, like like Persona, actually, where... You wake up in the morning, you can talk to people in town, and then you do one duel, and then you go to bed and do that again. And I was waiting for the game to really open up and let me travel wherever I wanted and just play the, you know, play the game 
the duels as much as I wanted to, but the game hasn't done that yet. So I don't. Maybe it will eventually. I was kind of waiting for that to happen, but it's still a very cool game. With mm-hmm. Very cool, awesome artwork, like an anime style artwork, and just uh, is it better fun than, story. than Bejeweled? Do you think? It's better than Bejeweled, yeah. I'm, I'm, willi- I'm willing to go on the record okay. and say that it's better than Bejeweled. I'm going to put that in the box, on the box. I, tr- I, played, I played a little bit of... <laughs> That's a great box quote. I played a l- you get that box quote, I support it. I played a little bit of Bejeweled 2 on, on, the flight, on the plane this weekend, and man, that game sucks. What? I can't believe, like, well, I mean, maybe it was because I was playing it on a, on a monitor on the back of well, a yeah, plane dude, seat. What? But That's still, such an important detail. It's still the same game, and it's like, I can't believe I thought this was fun. This they have like, Doom on those monitors, and it would be so terrible. One of the greatest games ever made. No, they didn't have Doom on those monitors. I wish they did. I think they do. Was it actually points. Bejeweled, or was it something else? It was Bejeweled 2. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just think, I think if you go back to it now, we've, 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 advanced, we've advanced too far. You sure and it wasn't the like original? A, no, it was Bejeweled 2. <laughs> Popcap's logo was not on it. Published by JetBlue or anything like that. I don't like think that. the original Bejeweled 2 is a very fun game today. After, oh, man. You don't know. When was the last time you played it? A million years ago. <laughs> okay. play, it, play it tonight and let me know how much fun you had. I'm not going to do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I'm bouncing around between three games right now, and they actually complement each other really well. So, And they're all weird, by the way. Like, So I've been playing Assassin's Creed and other modern contemporary games, but I'm playing through Wolfenstein The New Order, which is not the new Wolfenstein. That's the one from three years ago. Mm. And that's because I was going to start Wolf 2, but I never went through New Order. That's smart. So so I bopped it down to easy, and I'm just trying to blast through it. Which Isn't I, the hideout stuff cool in that game? Yeah, like I actually yeah. think easy is um, the right difficulty to play since it's a story-based game, and it all, it's all just a power fantasy anyway, like just mowing down Nazis as mm-hmm. fast and as violently as you can. So why, like, you know, why like try to challenge yourself as you're doing that? Um, and you still have to be like, there's still a threat. So it's like I actually, I'm very pleased to be playing that game on a little bit easier difficulty, and lo- like that game's great. Yeah, that's, that's um, which I know it's years. Like everyone's like, yeah, Justin, thanks for catching up. But yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm finally right there with you all. I slept on it the first time around. Yeah. Um, I also I started Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. That's yeah. So that came out while I was out of town. But. Uh, it was. Uh, I was disappointed with it. It feels a little soulless and a little video gamey to me. So I nuked my Animal Crossing New Leaf Town, and I've started New Leaf over, and I am so happy. I'm playing it every night. I'm collecting bugs and fish. <laughs> Did and you shells. do this time of year? Is it winter there? Uh, well, it's still fall. Oh, okay. so it'll be winter soon. Cool. And man, New Leaf, like, and really playing, like, playing that and Pocket Camp back to back, like, really showed me where Pocket Camp missed the mark. Yep. New Leaf how- is hardcore. It's a, it's a, so the difference is it's really fuzzy and imprecise and it doesn't put you at the center of the game. In Pocket Camp, everything orbits around you, whereas in New Leaf, life just goes on whether you're there or not. And like, I bought something from that shady art dealer, Red, and he's like, okay, like this, I'll deliver this to you tomorrow. It'll show up in the mail tomorrow. And then I'm checking my mail, waiting for it to come up. Whereas in Pocket Camp, it's like, okay, in 11 hours, your couch will be ready. Like it's very precise (laughs) and gamey. And and New Leaf doesn't have any of that. Like it's like okay, check back tomorrow. Like the island will be open, and like that's it. You're just left. And you just like, change the clock, and you're there. Well, see, I don't. I'm trying to do it legit. Um, All right. And then uh, I'm also. I have, Speaking of legitimacy, Damon, I hear you beat the final level of Mario Odyssey. Yeah, oh. I did. I did. I. I. <laughs> hey, I got the last moon. It's really hard. I got. I wouldn't say I beat it. I got the moon for the darker side. The darker side challenge. I got the moon for it. What a bug! Did you, uh, did so you did the I. Legit way, or did you do like that? No. Oh, so, oh there's a legit way. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, there's a skip going around for the darker side. Uh, it's a, it's amazing. It is amazing, and I like I knew I I had attempted the darker side a few times, and I was just like, nope, I have no interest in uh, punishing myself this way. I just I I had resigned myself to never getting those last three moons. But some folks in the office, like like Sam and Andrew, I know, spent hours and hours yeah, actually getting through it. And Instead of they, fighting with my family, I fought with Mario. And when they reported back to me how long and grueling it was, I was like, I made the right choice not yep. to not to bother myself. And then five minutes later, he had those three moons. Yeah. When I learned about the skip, there's a sk- we have a video of it on IGN. There's a bunch of videos making the rounds. There's a way to uh, possess a frog and... Through a, a quick little trick, you can just swim. To the, you can just swim to your. <laughs> you swim through the air instead you swim of through space. Water, through space, yeah, and totally bypass the void. The, uh, that whole mean mean last level, and it was great. It's yeah. cool that I Nintendo have no <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Nintendo made a level where it's like the hardest. You have to. It's this excruciatingly hard level, but it's all within a warp pipe, and the warp pipe comes out in a different area. So you can just go to that other warp pipe if you use this trick because it's really yeah. far away. It's yeah. so it's really funny. funny. You start at one warp pipe, go down, do the whole level, and then come up, but you just zip, just yes. zip right yeah. over. And they didn't put an invisible wall there or anything. <laughs> but I think it'll come. If they patch it. They'll patch an invisible wall. Now's the time sure. to cheat yeah. and tell all your yeah, friends I, you did they're going to patch it because they've patched out similar things out of Breath of the Wild yep. uh, when Nintendo hears about it. So we, uh, I also just real, real quick want to give a shout out. I'm also catching up on Night in the Woods. I didn't play it earlier yeah, this I hear year. That, apparently that's Dude, an awesome Did you get to game. the band scene yet? Or the yeah. Things? I hear well, there's a really few. Cool. That, like, it's kind of like you return to that theme. Okay, yeah, yeah you go to shows, the game. Yeah. And I really, like, I've kind of not loved, like I was so-so on Oxenfree and sort of the adventure-based sort of walking around talking to people games. Like, to me, this one's really captured me, and I really love it in a way that the other ones I, I wasn't as interested in. Um, I need to check that one out. And, it, and it's such a perfect counterpoint to Wolfenstein, by the way. So it's like yeah, bopping back and forth. Because it's about a cat, and Wolfenstein's about a wolf. Mm, yeah. Although there is uh, a cat in, in the new Colossus. Kind of a cat thing. Well... <laughs> Well, yeah, let's, not, let's not get into that. <laughs> okay. It's half cat, right? Yeah. So it is. Oh boy, half cat, hat. Uh, anecdotally, I was in uh, no, well, I was in Tokyo last week. That part's not anecdotal, but anecdotally, <laughs> as I as I explored Tokyo, I only saw two video game ads in the whole city. One was for a new mobile game called Destiny Child. Not not the possessive. It's called <laughs> Destiny Child. <laughs> Destiny Child. And the other ads were for Super Mario Odyssey. You can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> uh, I didn't see anything for PS4. Certainly nothing for Xbox. Just thought that was interesting. Uh, whoa, wait. What was our warning? Ten, Ten minutes, minutes left. Ten minutes. We got we got to get into our video That's game twenty questions. Plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, but first, a quick anecdote. I learned something new when I was in Tokyo. Uh, this is important information that I feel like they should tell you when you go to Japan. Scoop. But I never knew this. Here we we go. go out to dinner. We go to a yakiniki restaurant on Thanksgiving night, so we want to have a nicer meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's four of us. We wanted to order a bottle of sake mm-hmm. for all of us. We're trying to tell the waitstaff who didn't speak any English. We want. We're trying to say, order a bottle of sake. They had no idea what they were saying. What we were saying. We we're so confused. We said we want a bottle, a big bottle of sake for us all to share everyone please or, or or a carafe of sake and they were so like they walked away the waitress would talk to the owner and she'd come back and she brought one highball drink a mixed drink to the table <laughs> which is the vodka or like a whiskey soda basically yeah. that wasn't what we wanted uh, they could not figure it out anyway uh, we met up with a, a friend of ours that lives in Japan and is fluent in Japanese and we explained this story to him and he just laughed because as it turns out uh, in Japan, sake just means alcohol. Oh. 
Oh, no. That, so it means something very specific to us, yeah, yeah. but not in Japanese. So we were like asking them, we want a big bottle of alcohol <laughs> for us all to share. I so, feel like they should tell you that. that when you, Listen, so you're going well, to Japan, you pay heads up. Well, Nihonshin would be is like Japanese wine. Okay. Uh, which I, I guess I knew, but I never knew that sake didn't mean yeah, sake yeah. specifically mm. in Japan. Oh, so that's a pro tip when you go to Japan. It's like, it's like a Japanese man coming here and saying, one beer, just a beer. Well, Give me beer. You can do that in Japan, too. So I'll how just... is your giant alcohol? <laughs> I mean, the highball was good, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. We no, 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 no. Like A big alcohol. bottle of alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> uh, sake means something very specific to us, not to the Japanese. Okay. And that... Brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Jordan Gibson. Let the questioning begin. You're just waiting for me to do something real silly. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. I'll just stick with the old reliable. Mm-hmm. Does your character wear a hat? Um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I really don't think so. I don't think... There's any way right, that would guys, happen. It's not Mario <laughs> or Zelda. It would be hard for this character to wear a hat. Uh, is this from before 1990? No. Um, is your character a human being? That's what I was going to ask. Let's say yes. Why don't you just say yes? <laughs> Why let's say yes? It's not 100% clear, but I think... It would be a squid. Yeah. A, you know. a goth android like in Nier? Yeah. Um, is it Let's from before January 1st, 2000? Yes. 90s game. Uh, was this on a Nintendo console? No. That's five. Was this on... Was this exclusive to a console? Yes. Okay. Mm. PlayStation or Sega? Yeah. Or Dreamcast? Oh no, Sega counts as Dreamcast. That's right. Is this is was this on a Sega system? No. All right. So, well, I wish. Okay. I mean, I, we need to burn a question to confirm. Is this a PS One game? Yes. PS One exclusive. Let's say it yes. You play exclusive. as a human. Yeah. <laughs> no, we asked if it's an exclusive. We specifically asked that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. PS One exclusive, where you you maybe play as a human, and the be you almost don't play as a hat. Mm-hmm. Dame is pretty sure you play as a human. <laughs> Uh, um, is this a, a Japan, Japanese developed game? Yes. Okay. Um, do you use a gun as your main weapon in this game? Yes. Ooh. That's 10. Are there sequels? No. Is this a first party game? Did Sony develop this game? No. Third-party PS1 exclusive where you use a gun. It, so it's Japanese. I'm, I mean, I guess we can ask if it's an FPS, but almost certainly not since it's Japanese-made and it was on the PS1. It's PS1, yeah. It just yeah. doesn't have that much. Oh, uh, well, Siphon Filter was developed in the West and got a bunch of sequels. Hats are not ambiguous in that game. I don't know if hats are ambiguous in Siphon Filter. Um, mm. Would this have a realistic graphical style? Mm. See, I don't, in that era, I have a hard time Let's parsing that. Or Resident yeah, Evil. Fair, that's good point. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard to say for this type of game. So we're gonna get a pass on that. Yeah, we'll just pass that one. All right. For this type of game, what could it be? <laughs> um, 
What's what? Is this? That's big clue. Does this game take place in modern Earth? No. Hmm. But you do use guns, so maybe older Earth, but not like Medal of Honor because they all got sequels and stuff like that, and it's not Japanese made. It could be fantasy guns or sci-fi guns. Yeah, it's like a space shooter is yeah. what I'm leaning towards space guns. here. Could be space guns. Is this a shooter? Well, tell me what you like. Uh, a shoot 'em up, sorry. A shoot 'em up, yes. Okay, oh. so we can get this. Well, actually, I, I I can't name a single shoot 'em up on PlayStation, so you can get this. Well, but Damon likes all the weird ones. He <laughs> liked the. Uh, uh, I mean, this is too late. What? But you know, Ikaruga and all those. Th- like is Ikaruga too late? Ikaruga's a GameCube, yeah, and Dreamcast. Okay. Uh, but stuff like uh, what's the one like Radiant Silver Gun? Is maybe that sounds like a good one. That's a good one that maybe Damon would pick. <laughs> Is that a PlayStation 1 game? I don't know. That's where I'm a little bit... I mean, I know the genre decently. Do you know any play, PlayStation 1 shooters? Um, Not like that, no. <laughs> like, we're getting closer and closer to my Just unknown zone. And that is yeah. Japanese-made. I don't even know enough about... I never owned it. I don't even know enough how to, like... Are you, like, are you like in a mecha suit? No. I think you are in Radiant Silver Gun. Maybe you're not. That that's, was a useless question. Are, are you in a spaceship? It eliminated Omega Boost. You're asking if you're in yes. a spaceship? Yes. That's a really good question. So but it's all, just a spaceship shooter, but I don't think we're in, we know it. But all the ones problem. I can think of are like, you know, like Gradius 5 and like. Yeah, R Type. That might have been PS2. And he um, said there's no sequels. No sequels. One off. One off space shooter. So, like, like again, it's like an Ikaruga. Exclusive, it, yeah. One off space But shooter. on PS1. Panzer Dragoon is Dreamcast. Yeah, and it got one sequel at least. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's a really like good that. guess. You're uh, on a dragon, and, and you're not in a spaceship. Was Sin and Punishment is the one I was trying to think of. That's 64, though. Yep. But I think that is that company Treasure, and that got a sequel too. Yeah. Eventually, is that Treasure that makes that something like that? Well, Sin anyway, I was going to say if we can name the company, I might be able to pull it out, but I I just don't know. When Did I, I would say that whatever one you said, Radiant Silverground, would be my best. I guess. just. I only have a vague idea. I never again. I never owned it. And we had that big book of shooters here last week. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's too bad. Is this game made by Square? <laughs> yes. I think Radiant Silver Gun's made great. By Square. That's awesome. Do you guys care? Yeah, go for it. Is this Radiant Silver Gun? No. Oh, <laughs> what? We were all so <laughs> confident. We were like, yeah, do it. You got it. I, I don't have a second guess. This might be the very first time we failed from an incorrect guess. I don't think that's ever happened. Einhander. Oh. Einhander is the, Einhander. is the one shoot 'em up that Square has ever yeah. developed. Oh, it hurts my heart. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll get there. We Einhander, two. developed by Square, published by Sony. We only have two minutes and 46 seconds. We've we've yeah. lost from incorrect guesses, but only when we were just tossing out a random 20. Yeah. Qu- I don't think we've ever lost this way. That yeah, you, feels, had a, you had a few guesses. I'm going to be honest. We, I wouldn't have gotten that. So. <laughs> that feels... I've just, and you did know Einhander? Well, I mean... Einhander is excellent. Yeah. It's in the same... I don't... I've never, for me, it's in that same, like, clo- like that mind closet of, like, Einhander and Radiant Silver Gun and Sin is Punishment. Sin is Punishment. I throw all those games in the, cor- in the same corner of my brain. Yeah, there was, like... A Period in the late '90s when Square was experimenting with other different genres yeah. outside of JRPGs, That's so cool. and there was Einhander one is one of them. Political pol- polygonal, you yeah. know, uh, PS1 schmucks. Yeah. Hmm. 1998, uh, and it's fantastic shooter, and it's crazy that you can't. It's hard to play that game today, and there are never, oh, yeah. there's never a sequel. So, mm-hmm. a really good one, Einhander. Check that one out. Uh, real quick before we go, we got some awesome envelope art this Dude, week. It's so, it's so cool. good. Breath of the Wild. Maybe we can get the close up shot there. Yeah, it's so good. This one comes from Canada. That's not. Cl- I might. Can I? Yeah, I think I want to go get it closer. Is that going to be Renee. out of focus? Yeah. Well, you want to take it up there? Yeah. See if you can. How close? You, you got to go to the red dot. Oh, it's getting out of focus. 
<laughs> I'll, maybe I'll take a photo of it. I'll put it up there real quick. Uh, I think Renee, that would be fine. Renee sent a letter. I love that you're bringing back envelope art. I never got to participate back in those days. So this is a longtime trophy achieved. I'm waiting for my Switch to come in. Blink. I failed at convincing myself I didn't need this generation of Nintendo console. Don't know what game I'm more excited for, but something dawned on me. Are you more excited when it comes to Switch games for new iterations of long-standing series or for new IPs? We'll have to save that question, I think. We're out of time. Yeah, but. well, we have a minute left. I mean... Both. Yeah. What's yeah, the question? Both. You want new iterations of long-standing series or new IPs on your Switch? Uh, you know, as much as I love all of the Nintendo Classic series out there, not all of them, but most of them... Um, you hate Pikmin. Yeah, I'm just what? not a Pikmin guy. No, I, I actually do love Pikmin. Uh, I, I do thought love, that was the thing. <laughs> no, no, I love Pikmin. Um, not so much a Kirby guy. Not, I don't yeah, hate Kirby guy, or I don't hate Kirby, but I'm... Nintendo's new IPs would be really interesting always. I always want to yeah. see those. The new IPs, like what we've seen um, come out of them with ARMS, even though I know it's not the most popular thing, mm -hmm. I still think that it's such an interesting concept for a fighting game. So, okay. yeah. I mean... on if you like it's, it. Yeah, they've, well, they've it's always so been cool. more than it's capable really of coming up with some of the most unique ideas when it comes to game design and, and different concepts that we haven't seen before. So yeah, Splatoon was a new idea at one point yeah. as well. So, hey. Dude, yeah, you got to take a picture of that and include it yeah, in the... I will. It's, it's so impressive. Thank you so much. Yep. What was it, Renee? Renee. It's really, really dope. Yeah. Thank you. This is great. And if you have your own envelope art, send them to GameScoop's attention. 625 2nd Street, 4th floor, San Francisco, California, 94107. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank, Thank you, Philip. Thank you. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. And we're out.
town so far away You should have seen it coming You found out yesterday Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.